Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 722. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. Uh, I've got uh, the very strong message from the Lord. I've got uh, music. You can't take it with you is the first one. And where man's love stops is the second. And I've got some letters. Uh, so stay tuned. Let's pray now that God will anoint and will make it clear, this message, this program, into your ears. And let the words of God go deep into your ears, that it goes deep into your heart and into your spirit that you may be saved and stronger in the Lord today if you are already saved. Father, I um, anoint, as I have just stated, that souls will be saved and the church strengthened. Rebuke very strong. Lord, I believe that you're rebuking Satan and binding him here on earth by the words that we receive from you and preach into the world. You stated that you'd pour out your spirit upon all flesh in these last days, and you're doing it through messages from spirit-filled, born-of-the-spirit Christians. Uh, this is the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Lord, bind Satan and uh, open doors for us in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says amen. Amen. All right, so um, this is myself with a Gary Paxton song. You can't take it with you where you're going. in a turmoil by the sidewalk Somewhere someone left to meet their fate Other people stand around and just talk When they could do more than just debate Everybody's sweating about the dollar Yelling penny saved his penny How's it gonna help them when they holler If it sends them to a place to burn You can't take it with you where you're going There's no place to spend it either way You might as well get satisfaction knowing Someone had a little brighter day Help somebody turn a tear to laughter Peace on their return along your way There's no social standings in hereafter Everybody dies the same old way You can't take it with you where you're going There's no place to spend it either way might as well get satisfaction knowing Someone had a little brighter day 
somebody before he You can't shuck the Lord now, don't you know Helping others can be fun to feel Cause you can't take it with you when you go No, you can't take it with you when you go you're not going to take anything with you and so we have to be in this world as he was if we're going to be able to stand in judgment we have to be just like him um, in order to be in him now he says he is the vine and we are the branches Now, you don't see, he said, if there's any dead branches, if you're not really doing, uh, if you're not really believing him, that you really have to be like him, well, then you're a dead branch. You're dead. You're already dead. And especially all these people that call themselves Christians, they are not doing what the Lord says to do. That's obvious to see. If they were doing it, well, we'd see a different kind of world that we're living in. So uh, verse 16 in chapter 4, First uh, John states, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. In other words, the love, the keeping of God's commandments that God has to us. He kept his own commandments so that we could see the testimony of how it is that we're supposed to be. He's our example of what we must do, our example. And nothing less will work. If uh, my I have uh, arms and legs, and maybe you do too, I don't know. Some of you do. But my arm is in my body, and it is me. And my hands, my brazos, and my manos. All right. My arm is not going to do anything that I don't let it do. If I don't let my arm uh, or my hand steal something from somebody, well, then it won't steal because I have to purpose in my mind to do the things that the Lord, uh, and you may say, oh, this is nonsense. No, you're nonsense because you don't believe God. Now, if you don't believe God, who do you believe in? Muhammad Ali, who had his brains knocked out of his head? Or uh, this uh, filthy-mouthed comedian that just died? That's who you believe in? You listen to him, and oh, you laugh, you think he's funny, but this is of the world. All right, so, uh, but the thing is, is you're going to listen to the Lord. And we have known and believed the love the keeping of God's commandments that God has to us because he kept all his commandments as an example of what we have to do to us. God is love. He, in other words, he keeps his commandments, his own commandments. He didn't make a bunch of rules and then just does 
the exact opposite of what he says to do. He does exactly and did exactly and continues to do exactly what he said is right, righteous. And he that dwells in love in God's commandments, that lives in God's commandments, is the same person that dwells in God. Uh, in other words, my arm dwells in me, and I'm not going to let it do what he wants. So we have to, uh, what my arm wants, uh, or my eyes want, my eyes are under the commandment of the Lord. My hands and my arms and my legs and every part of my body is under the commandment of the Lord. And he that dwells in the keeping of God's commandments dwells in God and God in him. Okay, so my arm is dwelling in me, living in me as part of my body, and my feet and my knees and my arms and legs and uh, my face and my everything is in him. And therefore, I will not let my body do elsewise cannot do elsewise. Uh, so, verse 17, herein is our love made perfect. How is it made perfect? That we may have boldness. Uh, our love, our, the keeping of our, God's commandments are made perfect because we have power to control our body because the Holy Spirit is in us. The Father is in us. The Son is in us. Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is in us. And so, therefore, uh, uh, our love is made perfect. In other words, Charles Stanley says no one is perfect. That's because he's not perfect, and he wants you all, this satanic being, wants you, he, and he's very satanic because he is preaching very good. He preaches very well, but then he says nobody can be perfect, which is an ex exact denial of the word of God. So if I tell you all the different things that God says and then tell you, you can't be perfect, don't worry about it, no one is. Well, then I'm telling you that it's all right to be imperfect. When the Bible tells us that we must be made perfect, herein is our love, the keeping of God's love made perfect. He wants to maintain an entire congregation of people uh, that love to be uh, told smooth things that they don't really have to serve the Lord. So herein is our love, those of us that are really of God, our love, the keeping of God's commandments made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Well, what does that mean? Why do we have to have boldness in the day of judgment? Because if we're not perfect, we will not, I guarantee you, that you will not be bold standing before God. You will be screaming and groveling at his feet, uh, screaming out, no, God, please don't send me there. So that we may have, we have to be perfect, it says. Herein is our keeping of God's commandments made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. When I saw the Lord Jesus Christ appear to me with my eyes wide open, I was wide awake. I had no, I didn't shrink away from him. I says, Lord, I was so happy to see him and that to come because I had boldness. I knew I'm keeping his commandments. I wasn't afraid of judgment. I had boldness when I saw him. 
that you may have boldness if you're perfect in the day of judgment when you see him because as he is so are we in this world if you're not perfect in this world um if you're not like him because as he is as christ is as god is so are we in this world Right there tells you that we have to be perfect. We have to be just like him. Because if we're branches in his body, we're not going to do anything different. If uh, we're in a, like say for instance, if uh, there was an apple tree. And the branches are just bowing down with apples, loaded with apples, because they're in a good apple tree. And uh, you can't uh, be perfect and be doing evil things. We, Because uh, God never did any evil things. He brings forth evil against those that do evil. So we want to have boldness in the day of judgment. And the way that we can do that, because as he is, so are we not going to be in heaven, because we're not going to be in heaven unless we are as he is in this present world. So, uh, oh, you people don't like to split the word of God down to the very nub, do you? This is why so many people hate the real preachers of the Lord is because the word of God, because they don't want to be perfect. They want to be able to live according to Charles Stanley and other preachers like him, like uh, all these supposed to be preachers and teachers. So uh, because as he is, as God is, so are we in this present world. Well, we can't be like you. Well, you can if the Lord is in you, and if he's not in you, you don't belong to him at all. And if he's not in you, you're not going to resurrect to a good resurrection. There is no fear in keeping God's commandments in love. There's no fear in love. But people think that love is, oh, we just love you. Praise the Lord, brother. Praise the Lord, sister. You don't even mean it. Because it's, what good is that kind of love? Everybody can say that. Everybody can do that. There's no fear if you're keeping God's commandments. But perfect, uh, keeping, uh, keeping God's commandments perfectly casts out fear at judgment. Because fear has torment. If you know you haven't kept God's commandments, then you're tormented all the time. Uh, you just really don't have any peace. You're like a turbulent sea with sand and twigs and crabs and every kind of thing uh, in your soul. You're tormented. He that feareth uh, judgment uh, is not made perfect in God's commandments. You're not keeping God's commandments perfectly. There's people that I know. One of the people that, uh, one of the persons that I know that consistently reports to me uh, is Buster. And he's always happy. 
He doesn't have a turbulent spirit. He uh, keeps the commandments. He reports. He um, tithes. He gives offerings. He uh, is willing to do whatever it takes. Whatever, uh, if there's something that I need for him to do, he's always available. I didn't want to go to Africa. I couldn't really go. And he said, I'll go if you want me to, Brother Tony. And I says, okay. He says, could I take my wife? He always asks. He never does anything without asking. Because he doesn't want to be unperfect or full of torment here on earth. And then stand at the judgment bar of God and be full of fear. So he that uh, has this tormenting fear is not made perfect because they don't love, they don't keep God's commandments. But he does. Verse 19, now we love him. We keep God's commandments. Because you just can't get it straight. It's so hard because you've been riddled with false doctrine all your life. It's hard to get the actual Bible meaning of love. But the Bible meaning of love is that you keep God's commandments. Because we keep God's his commandments. Because he first uh, kept the commandments of his own commandments towards us. If a man say, I love God, in other words, I keep God's commandments, and uh, hateth his brother. Now, hating your brother is that you've told, been told something to do that the Lord has told the leader of the church to tell you to do, and you don't do it. In other words, there's a woman in the church, I told him to say there was a really bad report on one of the kitchens in the church that uh, and there was a whole line of witnesses and i says get that to them immediately and so she keeps it in a box for three or four days and hasn't sent it to him because this is important that people were saying that the food uh is not uh, there's not enough of it for everybody and that uh, it's cooked improperly so if a man say, I love God, and hates his brother, that means she doesn't care whether uh, he uh, uh, is feeding people wrongly or improper food or not enough food. He, that means she hates uh, the brethren. If a man say, I love God, and uh, hate his brother, he is a liar. So she's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he can see, he has seen. How can he love God, whom he has not seen? How can you keep the commandments of the uh, of the Lord? Here, these brothers and sisters are crying out. The food is not what it's supposed to be over here. It's beautiful over in Falk. It's beautiful over in. Uh, Los Angeles is beautiful in all the different uh, places that we have, but not there in Fort Smith. And she doesn't even, there's just a a host of witnesses against this person, and she didn't get it to him. So I had to, again, take care of it myself. I got on the phone because I want to be bold. 
before the Lord and not be full of uh, uh, dread at the judgment bar of God or the mercy seat of Christ, rather, for me. How can he not love his brother whom he can see and uh, can also love God whom he cannot see? That's impossible. She doesn't love God. It's hard to run uh, an army if you don't. You had a bunch of disobedient soldiers. That's why in the Navy, Chief Secor, if you disobeyed him even one fraction, he would send you immediately to the nut house. There's no mercy in him whatsoever because he was a chief petty officer and he would be uh, promoted to Lieutenant JG, junior grade, if he had a meatball company, and also he'd give, I thought, about a half a year with pay and an increase of pay if we were perfect. So he has no tolerance. Uh, we must not practice tolerance to evil and to filth and degeneracy. We must practice no tolerance to Satan. Give no tolerance, no place to Satan. But resist, come against Satan with all your might, all your power, all your strength. Pray to God to rebuke him, reprove him. He will not be reproved, but rebuke him and he'll flee from you. But for so many people, they just hear the gospel so long. And they just, ah, ho-hum. Because they constantly are looking for things in the world to brighten up their day. Dancing in the dark with a new love to brighten up the night. I have you, love. And we can face the music together. Dancing in darkness. Dancing in darkness or living in darkness is of no avail for you because you will not be bold in judgment. And we have also uh, people that do things that they're not supposed to do. And uh, they won't have boldness. At, uh, you know, they'll, they'll mark my words, you will not have boldness at judgment. Verse 21, thus saith the word of God. See, they don't believe the word of God, and so they're not going to believe anybody that's preaching it. Verse 21, and this commandment have we from him, from God that he who loveth God, keeps God's commandments, loves his brother also. Well, you wait two or three days, people are starving, they're not getting enough food and everything. That's loving the brother, is it? No. Huh? No. Somebody whispered, no. Is it love if you let your brothers and sisters starve? No. Well, that's better. Chapter 5, whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begat and keeps the commandments of him that begat us loveth him also that is begotten of him. You love Christ and you love the brothers and sisters. But you don't care if they're eating as long as you're stuffing your own face. That's good enough for you. So I put that person on a fast to let them know what it's like to not get food. 
Verse 2, by this we know that we love the children of God. By what? By keeping God's commandments, we know that we love, that we keep the commandments right in front of the children of God also. When we love God and keep his commandments. Love God, that means you really are zealous to read his word because God is the word. And that you read it so that you can learn what's right and what's wrong. And when you see what's right, that you have to keep his commandments, well, then you do them. It's just that simple. Verse 3, for this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. That's verse 3 of chapter 5 of First uh, John. So you see, love is the keeping of God's commandments. Again, for this is the love of God. You love God? That we keep his, the love of God is that we keep his commandments. And this commandment and these, his commandments are not grievous. They're not hard to do. You don't have to have uh, premarital sex. You're not going to die if you don't. You're not going to get into heaven if you're a lesbian or a homosexual. People say, I hate lesbians and homosexuals. Oh, no, I hate, uh, God hates what they're doing, but I love them or I wouldn't be preaching the gospel to them. I'm warning them that they're going to go to hell and that they're going into the lake of fire forever. Is that hatred that if you saw a little baby crawling on the freeway and you say, get that little child out of the freeway, it's warning them. Or stop that little kid, he's walking on the free, he's going to walk on a busy freeway. No, that isn't hatred. I'm just saying, all you homosexuals and lesbians, you act like it's going to be fun to get married. And Arnold Schwarzenegger agrees that it's right to do these things. But I don't. And God says no. Because you'll go to hell if you do it. It's perversion and sickness. It's a demon spirit that has control of you. And I'm warning you to flee from the wrath of God. Now, does that mean that I hate homosexuals? And I'm uh, warning the Catholic cult, stop doing what you're doing. I, I love you, or I wouldn't be telling you these things. Uh, you know, the people that are supposedly in the ministry don't care anything about you because they're agreeing with you in the sinful way that you live. Or prostitutes. You know, some people, ah, we've been doing, everybody's been, you know, a lot of people are prostitutes. But if you see people jump out of a building, you're going to do it. You know, you hear that parable all the time. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. Now, are homosexuals keeping God's commandments? No. So they don't love God. Right. The answer is no. So if they don't love God, well, do you think God's going to love them? No. He loved them already enough to send his son into the world to die for him and then resurrect from the dead and then ascend into heaven in front of over 500 people. But that's as far as it goes, kids. 
For this is the love of God, if you love, and you gotta love God, is that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not grievous. Therefore, a person that says that they love God and that they're of the Lord and they don't keep His commandments are liars, and the truth is not in them. And what is the truth? Jesus is the way to heaven, the truth of how to get to heaven, and the eternal life. Okay, now, verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. They don't get involved with homosexuality. They don't get involved with uh, murdering their babies. Uh, because they don't want to go to hell. For he, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world and the world doctrine. They don't be, they're not going to be in some false religion. They're going to be salvationists rather than religionists. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. And what is that? our faith in what God says that it's the truth. That overcomes the world. If you have faith, you're not going to get involved in homosexuality, lesbianism, uh, murder, hatred. Um, we're supposed to hate evil, and we do. And the way we overcome that is by doing good, by preaching the word of God, so that you have an opportunity to be saved. We feel sorry for you people. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus, the Son of God, is the Word of God. And, of course, um, he is the Son of God. He's God himself. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. Well, what does that mean? Well, uh, these agree. These things agree. The water, the blood, the spirit, all these are one and the same. This is he that came by water and blood. He was baptized in water because he was signifying to the whole world, I'm, um, I'm begotten by the Holy Spirit, by water. This is their spiritual water, and then, which is, the Lord says, like a fountain inside of us when we know the word of God. And it is uh, water. Uh, it's symbolic of heavenly water and blood. Now, the life is in the water, and the life is in the blood, and the life is in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. So, the water the blood, and the spirit are all one and the same. Because the life, is that's why we're told not to eat rare meat, because the life is in the blood, and the Lord wants you to drink his blood, not the blood of animals. That's like idolatry. I cringe every time I'm in a restaurant and I hear somebody, make me a blood rare steak. Because it's against the word of God to um, eat such things. That's why so many people are dying young. This is he that came by water, which is life, the Holy Spirit, and blood, which is uh, the Holy Spirit is life, and the blood is life, even Jesus who is life. He is the way, the truth, and the L-I-F-E, life. 
not by water only, but by water and blood, Spirit, uh, the life and life. The life is in the water, the life is in the blood, the life is in the spirit. And it is the spirit that beareth witness, uh, the spirit which is life that bears witness because the spirit is truth. The spirit, the water, and the blood are truth. They're one and the same. They're all life, life, life. For there also there are three that bear a record in heaven. The Father, the Word is life. If you believe in the Word, it's life for you. The Father is life. He's the Father of lights and the Father of life. And the Holy Spirit, which is life. You have the blood of Jesus, which is life. You have the water, the Holy Spirit, which is life. You have the Holy Spirit, which is life. The blood, the water, and the Holy Spirit. They're all, it says right here, and these three are one. They're life. Life. Verse 8. And there are three that bear witness also in earth. The Spirit, and which is life the water, which is life, and the blood, which is life. And these three agree in one. They are one. Life, life, and life. If you don't have them, you don't have life. You don't have the Holy Spirit for the zeal of God in you. You don't have the water, and you don't have the blood of Jesus. And these three agree in all one they're the word the word of god the blood of jesus the holy spirit which jesus is he became the life-giving spirit they're all jesus his blood his blood the he's the word which is life the blood is life the life is in the blood and these three agree the water which is the spirit in life it's life they're all three life if we verse 9 if we receive the witness of men i mean if you believe men that are talking to you and all these people that are debating faceless men on television and all these comedians are making fun of them and um, you know really they are nothing and the comedian is nothing uh, the president is nothing because everything he's telling us is false. Uh, the Pope is nothing. He's uh, the biggest nothing that ever lived. He's Satan. He's the incarnation of Satan on earth. If we receive the witness of man, well, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God which he has testified of his son. Verse 10. He that believeth on the Son, which is life, the Word, the blood, the water, the Word, the Spirit. Jesus is the Spirit, which is life, the blood, which is life, and the Word, which is Spirit and life. The words that I speak unto you are both Spirit and life, and I am the life. 
all this agrees. He that believeth on the Son of God has the witness in himself. If you believe, then Christ is in you, and people know it. You don't make mistakes. Those are not mistakes. Those are sins if you hate your brother and your sisters. And all you think about is your own gullet. And that's why you're so obese. He that believeth not God hath made, and a person that you see not keeping his commandments, they don't have to tell you, I don't believe in God. They say they will, but you can tell that they believe not God. Has made him a liar. You're trying to make God a liar. And you're doing it. You're making God to be a liar and you the truth. People that argue with the leaders of the spiritual realm here on this earth, you're a bunch of liars. Because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. That he's the way into heaven, the truth about heaven, and the life in order to be in you uh, and in heaven. He says that Christ became the life-giving spirit. In other words, he's now the Holy Spirit. He's the Father and the Son. These three are one. They agree. There's no disagreement with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, there's no disagreement in the Word of God. God doesn't contradict himself. A lot of people think he does, but he doesn't. It's just that you don't know the true Word of God. Verse 11, and this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life. And this life is in his Son. Yes, because his Son is the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, the blood that he shed was life, our life, to take away all of our sins so that we are eligible to receive eternal life through him. Uh, that we receive his him, the life-giving spirit, which is life. And also that we receive the water, the word, the spirit, the blood, all, the, his son, the word. All these are life. And all the things that you're involved with out in the world, and you just keep getting more and more involved into it, is death. All those that hate the word of God love death. And you don't know what real death is. Real death is that you never die, but you just burn and burn. And you wish you could die, but you can't. Verse 12. He that hath the Son of God also hath the blood of Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus, the Word of God, the, the water of God. All these are one. He that hath the Son has life. Well, then he must be life, eternal life. Yes, he is. And he that hath not the Son of God, in other words, they hate their brothers and their sisters. They don't care if they eat as long as they have sumptuous food from whatever restaurant they please. He that hath the Son has life, because the Son, uh, if he's in you, you care for people. It's not a fake thing or something that you have to do that you really don't want to. It's that you want to do it. And you have a zeal to do it. That's why I want to know if people need things in the church. 
If the people in my church uh, are not being attended to properly, then get a hold of me. If you've had things on the list for over a week and you haven't been, uh, or even a day, let me know immediately. And I will make sure that you have it immediately. And the person that stopped you from heaven is in danger of being put out of the church. He that has the Son, because the Son is life, has life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Verse 13, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. The name of the Son of God is the Word of God, which is life. The Word of God is life. The blood of uh, Christ is life. The life is in the blood. And the water is life. The Holy Spirit is life. Jesus is life. That ye may know that ye have eternal life. And that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Verse 14, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Confidence also to stand before him in judgment with a smile on our face. There's no fear if we're keeping his commandments. And if we believe in Christ the word, because the word is life. The words that I speak unto you are spirit and they are life. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have it. That we have the petitions that we desired of him. Why should we ask him? Because nobody else can give us any eternal satisfaction or anything that is eternal but him. The, the eternal life is only in him. It's only in his spirit. It's only in his blood. It's only in the water, the blood, the spirit, the word, Christ. Verse 16, if any man see his brother's sin, a sin which is not unto death, he shall uh, ask, and he shall give him life. So there are sins that are unto death, and there are sins that you don't pray for for people if they uh, committed them. If any man see his brother sin, a sin which is not unto death, because it's a, it's a sin uh, uh, that you did it uh, ignorantly. He didn't really know that that was a sin. He shall ask, and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. This is only for those that don't do sins that are unto death. Sins unto death, or if you know the word and you just want to be a homosexual, you don't care. Well, or a lesbian or a porn star, or just a, a pornographer, uh, or a whoremonger, or a liar, a thief, a drunkard. Drunkards uh, is not a disease. It's a, God wouldn't send a person's soul to hell 
for a sickness. So, and he says, no drunkard shall enter the kingdom of heaven. There is a sin unto death. I do not say that he shall pray for it. All unrighteousness is sin. And there is a sin that's not unto death. Therefore, we have a lawyer with the Father. We have a lawyer, the world's greatest Jewish lawyer. And we have adversaries that are against us. And there is a sin that's not unto death, the sin of ignorance. Verse 18, we know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. You can, you will not sin, you're perfect. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself. In other words, he keeps himself in love. He keeps God's commandments. And that wicked one touches him not. Satan has given up on trying to touch me years ago. He works with the government to do something to me because he cannot make me sin. Verse 19, and we know that we are of God and the whole world lieth in wickedness. So we don't take part in the world. The things of the world, like the Miss America pageant and all this kind of stuff, doesn't get to us. Verse 20, and we know that the Son of God is come and hath given us an understanding that we may know him that is true and we are in him that is true, even in his Son Christ Jesus. Uh, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Right there tells you that Jesus Christ is the true God. And he is eternal life. His blood is eternal life. The life of God, eternal life, is in the blood. Uh, the uh, eternal life is in the Holy Spirit. And a life is in the word of God. And Jesus is the word of God. So these three agree in heaven and on earth. Verse 21, little children, he's talking to the people of the Lord. He says, keep yourselves from idols, from anything in this world that would distract you from keeping your mind stayed upon the Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, to keep your mind uh, to not distract you from life. Why would you want to be distracted from the Holy Spirit, which is life, from the Word of God, which is life, from Christ, which is life, and from everything in that the Bible says is life, the water, the Spirit, the blood, the Word, Christ himself. Anything other than that is an idol. Well, I just love my grandson. I love my son, my daughter. Hey, if they go astray, that's their problem. I do everything in my power to stop them from doing that. But if they uh, want to be an idol and think that I'm going to worship them, uh, you're crazy. Now, the next is the second uh, epistle of John. Second epistle of John. 
Live questions. Was Jesus really human like I am? Of course he was. How can I tell if a person is a believer? <laughs> you just watch what they do, and you can see whether they are uh, a believer or not. But you have to know the word of God to know whether what's right or wrong. What is love? Uh, God said that love is the key, key, keeping of God's commandments. John wrote the church again to help them know how to deal with false teachers who said Jesus was not really a human. We saw that Reverend Hagee said that he wasn't really human. And we, anyone that says that Christ was not human is of the devil. How people keep going to those kind of churches, I, you know, if they want to go to hell, they can, but I just can't understand it. He said to find people who did not uh, think Jesus was human and who did not love or keep God's commandments as Jesus kept God's commandments and have nothing to do with them. We're not to have anything to do with them. We're not even supposed to wish them God's speed. Nothing uh, that we're supposed to do uh, to have any association with them whatsoever. Okay, now, um, Second John shows love is the identifying mark of believers, the keeping of God's commandments. Deceitful teachers deny Christ was human and should not be part of the church's fellowship. You're not even to wish him Godspeed. Second John calls you to practice love as God commands and to reject false teachings. All right, we have some letters, uh, and we're just going into Second John. So... Uh, We'll start on that tomorrow. Let's go. Let's hear what the letters say. Where's the first one from? From Sindh, Pakistan. Okay, let's hear what they say. Dear brothers in Christ, warmest greetings in the matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God for your anointed ministry, which reaches many countries in this world for Christ. You are turning back many lost souls the world over into God's kingdom in these dying minutes of this dispensation. Praise be to our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, whom you are serving effectively. Excuse me for writing you in a row, but to me it is a great honor and an enjoyment and a blessing for me to keep in communication with you and of having the privilege to come to the knowledge of how beautiful it is to walk in the ways of the Lord. Amen. I'm staying faithful to the word of the Lord and praying for you. Philippians 4.13 May God continue to bless and anoint you, your ministry and family, with a double portion of his blessings and anointing, with love and best regards in his service. Pastor Jawed. Shams from Sindh, Pakistan. Well, we're out of time then. And uh, right now is the time to pray. Now the Lord says that everything of eternal life is in the word, the spirit, the blood of God, the blood of Jesus, the blood of the human being, Jesus. Anyone that says that Jesus was not a human being is an antichrist. They're liars. They're devils, because we have to abide in the Word, and the Word is life. 
the word of God is Jesus. The blood of Jesus is life. The Holy Spirit is life. All these, the water is life. The blood is life. Okay, everything I said. Now, so we want to get life into this. And so to do that, let's say this prayer. Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. He's the life, eternal life. I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood uh, for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And because of the fact that he is life, he said he'd give his life and that he would raise it back up again that, to prove that he's God come in the flesh. He's a man, but he is also a God. I, uh, Lord, I believe that you raised Jesus up from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit, which is life, eternal life. Not just life, but eternal life. And Father God, uh, I believe that... Um, He's sitting on the right hand of you. He is actually all of the power of God and the actual wisdom of God. Without uh, him, there is no wisdom of God or power of God. And the power is that uh, all power belongs to him because he has all the power, the only power, that gets into heaven. So we really have to lean upon him and keep all of his commandments because he's not a liar. And they that say that we don't have to keep his commandments are liars. Father, I open the door of my heart and I invite you, Lord Jesus, into my heart, you, Holy Father, and you, Holy Spirit. Wash all the former sins that I have committed away in the precious blood that you shed for me, Jesus. You will not turn me away. I know because your word says so. Your word says you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my eternal, everlasting, eternal life soul. So, uh, Father, I, uh, I pray now praise you. Raise your hands up and praise the Lord. Thank Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And share and tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 722. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Uh, This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying tune in tomorrow for another straight and narrow instruction of the only way, the only truth, uh, the only life uh, way into heaven. It's straight and narrow, folks. And um, here I am to sing for you, where man's love stops is where God's begins.
Yeah.